0: At the time of this recording, there are many out in the world listening, just going about their business with a stressful look, anxious stride, and a mind filled with negative thoughts. Now I'm not going to go all the secret here and be done with it. Uh, you know, if that fixed everything, then God is no longer an issue, and to paraphrase Clark Griswold, we're going to have the hap- hap- happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny effing K. But life is not like that. We cannot ease on down the road without a second thought. Every day we live in a world of hate, vilification and worry. Layoffs, business closures and bad laws and politics. So last week we talked about taking back your mind, the battle to take full control of yourself and I quoted Sun Tzu and the Bible, and in this message, I am no different. So when we deal with negative thoughts, and I'm one who does so on a regular basis, it's good to practice, you know, it is good practice to know them. Remember, knowing yourself and the enemy is the first step in taking back your mind, but also the core of how we win the war for our mind. As Sun Tzu would state, you know, hence, to fight and conquer in all your battles is not supreme excellence. Supreme excellence consists in breaking the enemy's resistance without fighting. Now you're probably saying, well that's all well and good, but what are the enemy's forces against you? Do we fight the same way and how do we break the enemy's resistance without fighting? Well in second Corinthians it does say this that the world is unprincipled, it's doggy dog out there. You know the world does not fight fair, but we don't live or fight our battles that way. Uh, never have and never will. The tools of our trade aren't for making—excuse uh, me—marketing or manipulation, but they are for demolishing that entire massively corrupt culture. We use our powerful God tools for smashing warped philosophies, tearing down barriers erected against the truth of God. And fitting every loose thought and emotion and impulse into the structure of life shaped by Christ. You know, in today's world, it works to beat you down through your cognitive bias. Now, for those of you who don't know what a cognitive bias is, it's basically, and I'm going to be really simple here. It basically is a filter um, that you use that it imposes on your thinking based on past experiences. You know, for my kids and myself, our cognitive biases focus on the inability to do certain activities because of our mental handicap, and that being Autism Spectrum Disorder. Now, for many parents, they look at this ASD handicap and then they feed it to their kids, creating a mental prison that tells them basically half-truths. You know, it's it, it Basically, these same parents are the ones that make the straight line to negative thoughts. And additional negative training, filling their child with ideas like, you know, I can never do this, or I'm not good because I have autism. Yeah, <laughs> I have heard these negative thoughts from kids for a long time. And I've heard the other uh, training and thoughts directed at kids from parents. But the reality is that what these parents don't seem to understand is not one person on earth can do everything. We all have limitations based on our physical, social, and economic status, including mental situation. And that is where our passage in Corinthians is most focused. Now, let's change it around a bit, you know, and look at it from a different point of view. Let's look at it not, you know, not just from our own personal, but let's look at what the world's telling us. And this is why the woke movement is starting to collapse, if you've noticed. You know, the regular individual is wanting entertainment and not a message. Yeah, I know the irony, thank you very much. All of us get messaged daily, in our jobs, from our politicians, and from political parties, you know, especially during the election year. The one area where we could escape all the crap that, you know, was basically through movies, through our TVs, and now, thankfully, through streaming those same movies and TV shows. But today, we cannot even enjoy that precious escape without the woke driving home their hatred for people not like them. You know, when we state our distaste for these messages in our entertainment, you know, we're called racists, bigots, and, well, basically the evil people from World War II. Okay? (laughs) This gets into our heads and festers. And some begin to believe these messages on a personal level and try to adapt to the culture. So, how do we use our God tools to demolish the corruption and return to the entertainment that we enjoy? Well, two great examples is, let's look at how the rise and fall of Netflix, you know, they were once bastions of the entertainment. They Their stock was up over $600. Today, it's half that. Let's look at CNN and how it handled everything from 2010 all the way up to present. And now today, they're purging newscasters and pundits alike. These events came because we, as normal people, look to escape reality or get unbiased news or information, so what do we do? We stop watching this woke crap and return to the programs that made us escape the negative thoughts for a while Or even went to groups that actually were unbiased in their reporting of information. You know, as a fan, you know, we will relax with the original Star Wars trilogy. Uh, As fans, we love the Peter Jackson Lord of the Rings and every aspect of it. Both were never perfect, but, you know, we're not looking for perfection, we're looking for entertainment. Our return to the fandom for what is good and excellent is how we fight. Not with words, but with our choices. You know, fighting the negative thoughts about you is, you know, is about silent determination. Keeping the love of the people who love you and God in your heart. This does not mean that negative thoughts will stop. Not by a long shot. So as I finish this message, I want to give you several ideas on how to stop negative thoughts before or during your waking hours. So, if a bad situation comes up that might create a negative thought, one thing I do is I always thank God for what has not happened. So, basically, for me, you know, with my ASD, I can run many scenarios. and really freaks out my wife, believe me. But I always thank God, like, oh my gosh, when when, when something bad does happen, at least I thank God and say, you know what, it wasn't as bad as I thought. And then I take that and I can run with it and say, you know what, let's take this see what we can do and get some good out of it you know one great example is what I use during the entertainment portion of this uh, this message and we can say that She-Hulk and Star Trek Discovery sucks we can always thank God that we can still watch the Avengers or a Star Trek series that one truly like loves and will fuel your fandom second option you know second thing to do is you know pre-frame an upcoming bad experience okay that's not focusing on the bad experience what do we do to pre-frame an upcoming bad experience in the real world example if you have a task that is really hard look at it as a challenge don't say oh gosh this is going to be hard go in it and going you know what this is going to be difficult but this is my challenge i'm going to get this done And I'm not going to stop until it's taken care of. You may have people at you trying to put you down saying you can't do that or, you know, pile stuff, pile stuff, pile stuff. No, no, no. That's the challenge. You get through it. You know, my kids, you know, and they're both autistic, you know, they are always met with certain difficult tasks. Sometimes they can't do something and they know it, but and they ask for help as much as they can. But on tasks where even somebody says, well, you can't do it. And they look at it like, no, I think I can You know, my kids just go, you know, I'm going to try it. It looks hard, it looks difficult, but you know what? I'm going to try doing this. And even my youngest, he's funny. He will work hard on it and harder. It's like, kid, you know, maybe you need to step away. No, I'm going to do it. His determination and will, but he sees everything as a challenge. It's really awesome. So, as I said, you know, even though the task is telling them to not even try, his boys just go ahead and do it anyway. So the final thought on all of this is and, and, and I'm gonna use the Pollyanna bit, okay? It's basically find the goodness you're looking for. I know, so cliche. Yes, even the glad game is important to everybody. <laughs> okay, And if you don't know the reference, go look at Pollyanna with Haley Mills. It's, a, it's an old Disney reel. should be on uh, Disney Plus. That's why I keep it because I'd rather watch the old stuff than the <clears throat> new stuff. You know, but on the opposite side of that, you know, being a realist that I am, I myself do not trust or really understand that person who is always perky and happy and just sickeningly sweet all the time. I can't stand it. <laughs> it's like, when will reality hit them? And and, and for, for a lot of people, they're naturally that way. And I applaud them. I just personally don't trust them because I've been around a lot of people who... We' are always like that but I always but I also knew they had their darker side to them. It's called family what do you think? <laughs> so but to wrap this up you know sometimes the goodness we see comes from people who have traveled the same road as us yeah. and they not, they're not always happy and pricky but they're just as real as you are and that can make the difference when it comes to dealing with anything negative in your life. This is Guildmaster Brandon. See you next time.